0: Love,
1: talk, radio. We want to welcome you to another episode on MBKI Radio Broadcasting Network. On, Prepare yourselves and get ready on, and allow the Spirit of the Lord delicate. to transform your mind. And here's your host, Apostle Anthony Baxter.
0: To make that confession
1: of faith tonight. Oh, Say it. I will never be the same. Not after being Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to welcome each and every person to uh, MBKI's Men's Ministries. Line, <laughs> amen. Got tongue tied there for a minute, amen. Hallelujah. We'll be going over here the measures of a man, hallelujah. We're looking at the characteristics of maturity in men. We have many of us men these days that are walking around in our 40s and 50s, but we have a maturity level spiritually as well as emotionally in our teens, amen. Hallelujah. And in that many leaders, hallelujah, are not mature. So in not being mature leaders, sometimes we can get into our emotions on things or we can react or respond in a way that can bring hurt or or take someone out of the congregation. They call that church hurt but what it really is when it's coming from leadership is it's just that they are not mature leaders. Amen. And mature leaders, they make sure that, you know, well, I put it like this, all things run downhill. So if you have maturity in leadership, you'll find that a lot of the emotions and things that go on will not go on because leadership will not allow it. Amen. Because they are mature. Uh, spiritually as well as emotionally Amen So let's go ahead and open up in prayer Hallelujah Father in the mighty name of Jesus Christ We give praise, honor, and thanks To you being the King of kings And the Lord of lords The great I am Hallelujah The true Messiah We give praise to you Lord Hallelujah We thank you for this time This opportunity That we have to come together And assemble Father God Hallelujah Be not in a a building but Lord God you have given Us technology that we're able To come together Father God in the comforts Of our own home and I just Pray Lord God that you will begin To move out all distractions In the homes That you will shift the atmosphere In the homes Father God, you will come against Our mental spirit you will come against confusion That you will come against Hallelujah of those that may on your people, Lord God, to take them away from what it is that you offer them to see from you on today. Glory be to God. We thank you for your Spirit, Lord God, that has come to give us revelation understanding of your word when it comes to the characteristics of the true man. Amen. Hallelujah. And I just thank you, Father, for. And those that will listen a podcast here in the up and coming future. We thank you for those that are tuning in from around the world and other countries. Sons and daughters, hallelujah, from other countries, even though within the United States, we give great honor and thanks to them all, Father God. Hallelujah. So, Father God, as we move forward, Father God, in this night, Lord, we just ask, Father God, that you continue what you do, and that is blessed, that is give thanks, or, excuse me not give thanks, but give, hallelujah, your grace, Father God, is to overtake and overtake all things. So Lord, I just ask that you get changed from that in the name of Jesus, great change Hallelujah. hallelujah.
0: Let's say together. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Say there is power in the name of Jesus. Come on, to break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain. Yes, to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Let's sit together, there is power. There is power in the name of Jesus. You got it. There is power.
1: Amen. Hallelujah. Sorry for that uh, technical difficulty there. Uh, we're just dealing with a few things here, but glory be to God. Hallelujah. So as I was saying, uh, go ahead and get your notepad, your pen, your Bible. Hallelujah. Like I always say, it makes no sense to be on a teaching line and not receive what is that God has for you to receive. Amen. Hallelujah. So go ahead and get those things and come right back and get started. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. So let's get into our foundational scripture. We're going to be going to 1 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 1. 1 Timothy chapter 3. And we're going to start from verse 1 and we're going to read down to verse 3. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay. Here we go. I'm in Second Timothy. Let me go to 1st. <laughs> Alright. 1st Timothy chapter 3. Here we go. Alright. Here we go. So Bible read This is a full saying for a man desires the position of a bishop, he desires a good work. Now a bishop then must be blameless. A husband of unwise, temperate, Sober-minded, of good behavior, hospitable, able to teach, not given to wine, not, kindly, not greedy for money, but gentle, but gentle—that's what we're talking about tonight, y'all. Gentle, not awesome, not expert, one that rules his own house well, having his children in submission with all reverence. For if a man does not know how to rule. His own house, how will he take care of the church of God? Amen. Not a novice being puffed up with pride, he falls into a snare, excuse me, the same condemnation as the devil. Amen. Verse 6 reads again Not a novice being puffed up with pride, he fall into the same. As the devil, Amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So again, we're going to be going over tonight, gentleness, gentleness, Amen. As I was standing pertaining to this, Amen. I was like, okay, what can we use as an illustration, uh, gentleness, man? And uh, you know, I, I you know, I was watching the. And what came to mind is Tom Landry, coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Now, if you know anything about football in those days, you would see Tom Landry just walking up and down the sidelines with a stone face. Never cracked a smile. You never seen him get angry. He would just walk with this stone face. He's a great poker face. Amen. But Tom Landry uh, became a Christian. He was a player and then he became a Christian. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, with Tom, a lot of the players and other coaches would say that he was one of the fairest people that they knew. He was fair and he was gentle in the things that he would bring to those that uh, he had to, let say, rebuke or or they had some situations going on, you know, he would listen to both sides of the story and figure out what would be best for the team, not for him, not for them, but for the team. That's You know, playing sports, it's one for all and all for one. We're all a team. So what, you know, these two are acting this way, so what is best for the team? in reprimanding. Amen. Now you gotta remember in those days players some of these players had issues. He had players like uh that he was very proud of. he said he was a great player and he had uh, uh, Dwayne dealing with uh drug issues so you know he would he would take the test and float test and and and, and all is going on now you have to remember these Things are being put in the paper And all, all this kind of stuff so A lot of that stuff falls upon the coach And he has to go talk to these players And then I don't know if you guys remember Thomas Hollywood Henderson He was another that was dealing with drug issues To the point of they just kicked him Out the league but he just didn't want To stop using coke amen So you know these are the type Of individuals that Tom had to deal with In gentleness and in fairness, amen, and being patient with them. Tom, one of the um, things that really sticks out pertaining to this gentleness are being patient, as the King James Version says, patient, and it, the, the word, uh, the, the Greek word means patient as well, amen, but Tom had go through something that was very, very, t- as I uh, was uh, uh, watching uh, the, the games and when he had left, uh, I think it was uh, the, the, the owner's name, uh, Jerry Jones, fired Tom Landry. He fired him. And he fired him because he felt like he took it downhill. But what uh uh Landry was doing In his gentleness and meekness Was he was giving Those players that were dealing with Some of these issues a second And third chance to get it right Because he felt as the Leader it was his responsibility To do everything That he possibly could To help them amen So as he was Trying to team was falling apart So when they brought in this New uh owner the first thing the owner did was fire Tom and one of the things Tom said was he wasn't he said he knew that taking a risk could go away and the risk of this didn't fall on favor and he was okay with that. Why? Because he, he understood that up giving these an opportunity to do better, to be better, to put him in a position. And he was willing to accept that gentleness. Gentleness. See, Tom Landry just, uh, demonstrated what Paul had in mind when he spoke the word epax. And I'll spell it out because I'm quite sure I'm not pronouncing it correctly. It's E P I I K E S, And what it is, it is the Greek word for gentle or patient, as it would say in the King James Version. Amen. It's the Greek word. Hallelujah. So now this Greek word also Stands for patience. Because being meek, being gentle, people may come at you a certain way, and you have to be patient. You can't react. You have to be patient. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, being in leadership, you'll find people, even in management. You know, you may have to let someone go. And in letting this person go, they're calling you every name under the sun and 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 may, may even try to come at you but you have to be patient and respond and not react amen hallelujah so uh uh, uh it, it, this word it, it it is a a form of of gentleness and patience that is unique to translators in the uh, amplified version the word means to be not competitive uh to uh, uh um to To be considerate, not quarrelsome, uh, but forbearing or peaceable, amen? So all of these terminologies are what we're looking at when we speak upon being gentle, amen? When the Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy uh, outlining Christian maturity, uh, the characteristic he uh, modeled this quality in his own life. So, you know, how can we talk something and not walk it? Being a leader, a true leader, speaking upon maturity, you must be mature your own self. That is just like it says if, you know, how can you uh, speak on your brother that has a little, thorn in his eye when you got a big old pole in yours, first get the pole out of your eye before you try to go over here and help somebody get the little twig out of their eye. So walking this, Paul was doing, and that gave him the ability to speak upon, uh, imitate me as I imitate Christ, because he was walking maturely. As Christ walked maturely. So as you looked at him and imitated him, as he imitated Christ, you will be walking maturely as well. Let's go to John chapter 2. Let's go to John chapter 2. We're going to read verse 13. John chapter 2 and verse 13. Amen. Glory be to God. John chapter 2. In verse 13. And here it reads. Make sure I got the right place here. John chapter 2 verse 13 through 16. Yes. It says, Now the Passover of the Jews was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. And he found in the temple those who sold oxen and sheep and doves, and the money changers doing business. When he had made a whip of cords, he drove them all out of the temple with the sheep and the oxen and poured out the changers money and overturned the tables. And he said to those who sold doves, take these things away. Do not make my father's house a house of merchandise, a house of merchandise. Amen. See, Paul demonstrated a meekness and gentleness of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who often turned the other cheek, but he didn't when it comes to the things of the Father. Amen. He would not churn his cheek when it comes to the things of the Father. Hallelujah. It- Many churches today, our leaders are churning the other cheek at things that are dealing with uh, 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 the Father, his word, the obedience of Christ. The things that we ought to be doing, we're turning our heads and saying, I don't see this. It's like not seeing the elephant in the room, amen, when it's dealing with the soul. Of someone that, that is doing Something they ought not Amen Paul was one that he spoke about His uh, him Coming into uh, Corinth and uh, uh, Speaking the true word And that he was a true apostle And he, he stood on that He stood up But at other times he was very meek Amen He was very meek Glory be to God God. See, Paul was known as one of the toughest-minded men in all Judaism, as he was uh, the one who approved of Stephen's, uh, uh being mortared, hung upside down. Amen. That was who he was. Amen. Mm-hmm. But as Paul's life uh, was dramatically changed when he became a Christian— his uh, personality and his
0: character
1: changed. Amen. He began to take upon characteristics of God and not characteristics of man in the flesh. And this has happened or should be happening with all of us, with all of us. You know, uh, some of us may have cursed like sailors, but when we came into the things of God, we no longer curse. Some of us may have been uh, angry folks that were just just angry, want to fight everyone, and now we just want to love everyone. The characteristics of God are able to transform us. Uh, The Spirit of God being in us are able to push out those things. The Bible says that all old things pass away. Behold, all things become new. You are a new creature. In Christ, amen So now you are a new creature Those old things that you used to do You should not be doing them anymore Or you should be working towards Not doing them anymore Amen, hallelujah Because as with Paul As with Paul It took him uh, some time To change behaviors That were not in harmony With Christian virtues And so There's many of us that are still uh, uh, thinking, still getting caught up in our emotions, that that are are speaking things uh, that are not Christian virtue. And we must look at these things and wish to be rid of them. Amen. Glory be to God. Follow me to Titus chapter 3. We're going to read verse 1 and 2. Titus chapter 3, and we're going to read verse 1 and 2. Amen? Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. All right, so Titus chapter 3, verse 1 and 2 reads this. It says, Remind them to be subject to rulers and authority, to obey and to be ready, every good work, to speak evil of no one, and be peaceable, gentle, showing all humility to all men. So, what is this telling us? <clears throat> Paul was particularly concerned that we demonstrate this kind of kindness not just towards believers but unbelievers as well. But unbelievers as well. He's telling us to be peaceable and gentle, showing all humility to all men, some men. Amen. So <clears throat> you know we 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 have this thing of Talking about people and judging people based upon, you know, how they look, what they have, what they do, you know, who they're with, you know, all these type of things are not of God, are not of God, because they're not peaceable. Amen? They're not edifying. They're not giving life. They're giving death. The, the Bible says to speak evil of no one. So why are we speaking evil? See, that's immaturity. That's immaturity, you see. So to become a mature man, we must lay down type of speech or talk. Do you know the Bible says that we will be judged at every idle word that we say? So the best thing to do is just not say nothing unless it's giving life, it's edifying Encouraging Something positive But all of that gossip And just talking just to talk We need to quit all that Jesus whatever Jesus Will speak everybody listen You know there's some people As soon as they open their mouth everybody leaves the room Because they talk too much Amen Amen Hallelujah Mm Mm-hmm Yes, speak no evil to no one. Whether they're a Christian or not, they're a man to, they're a person to. Amen. Glory be to God. Go down to verse 3. Go down to verse 3. Amen. Let's see what verse 3 has to say. Verse 3 says this. For we ourselves were also Once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. You remember that? You remember that? See, in one of those. It fits you. Some of these fit me, not just one, <laughs> but, but, but a few of those fit me back in the day before I became a believer. That's the way I operated. Amen. Hallelujah. But Paul anticipated that some of the believers who lived in Crete might ask Titus why he insists on treating unbelievers so graciously when they act like this. And he came back and said this. He, he uh, commented on these believers' lives before they were converted. You see, sometimes we forget where we come from. We forget that we acted this particular way, our Did this particular thing. Because we were unmature. Amen. So the best thing that we can do. For the unbeliever is pray. That they find their way. Into the things of God. That they may mature. And fulfill the purpose and destiny. That God has for them. Amen. Let's take a look at verse 4. And verse 5. Amen. Amen. Verse 4 reads, but when the kindness and the love of God, our Savior towards man, appeared, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us through the washing and regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. Of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. He was telling Titus. And and teaching us. That as Christians. We of all people. should show mercy. Towards people who are lost in sin. Why? Because we were once. Lost in sin. Amen. We were once lost in sin. But. Now, through Christ, we can show love and kindness towards those that are still caught in sin. You see, as those football players would practice all high or, you know, acting, you know, uh, prideful and arrogant, Coach Landry kept his cool. He dealt with them in a peaceful manner. He was patient. Amen. You see, an unmature coach would have kicked him off the team. You know, would have been a big thing, but Coach Landry seen something in them and he he, he probably didn't use drugs, but he knew what drugs could do to a man that is a a. a a good a good man, but drugs have a way of changing people's minds and and emotions and their actions. And he took the time and the patience and the willingness to give them chance after chance until it got him in a position of being fired. Now I'm not going to say that was the only reason why they fired him, but you know he really stuck his neck out for his players. And for other people, from what the article uh, I read had stated. Amen. Glory be to God. Well, let's take a look in closing here. These actions that I'm going to go over, these action points, are designed to help you develop the qualities of gentleness in all of your relationships. So, take notes. Okay, we're not just going over... uh, what gentleness is from a bible standpoint but we want to give you some pointers on how you can begin to exercise and move in gentleness and in patience amen because again matureness is what we're looking for we're looking to become mature men of god so that we can be mature leaders of god amen and guess what mature leaders create mature followers as they come up. Amen? Hallelujah. So there's four steps here that I have written down. One is put your faith in Jesus Christ, not in yourself, not in man or not in this world. In Jesus Christ for salvation and be born again. If you have not given your life to the Lord, something Happens when you throw in the towel, you surrender, the Spirit of God comes upon your life, comes and enters you, and begins to transform you from a conformed state, and things begin to change. Your life begins all over again. Amen. The second thing is join a Bible study group. Why? Because those men and and women are able to assist and help you to learn how to live this new life in Christ. You're going to be dealing with things that you are normally used to dealing with them from an emotional place. But as you have given your life to Christ, you now must uh, deal with uh, life situations and circumstances from a spiritual place. So from these uh, uh, individuals, brothers and sisters in Christ, they're able to help you as well as reading of the word washes your mind, it purifies your thinking. Hallelujah. It gives you a new walk, a new talk, a new thought process. Amen. So many different things. So, you know, as you come together and read the word, you are creating friendships, brotherhoods with other men and women of Christ that each one will teach one, and together we all can grow. Amen. Glory be to God. Number three, let's go to 1 Timothy 6 and 11. I want to read something real quick. 1 Timothy chapter 6 and verse 11. And that reads... But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, goodness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness, and gentleness. Amen. Set these kinds of gentleness or set this kind of gentleness as a goal in your life. See, the Christian life involves personal discipline. So, once we come to know Jesus Christ, we know only, we now only have a a new source of strength, but we also have the capacity to pursue Christian qualities. As I was saying, it's through the Spirit of God. It's not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit, says the Lord, that we're able to be transformed. Amen? Hallelujah. So, It's not us, it's the Spirit of God. We have a new source of strength through the Spirit. But we also have the capacity to pursue Christian qualities. That is why the Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy what we just read. But you, O man of God, flee these things. Flee those old ways. Flee those old uh, uh, behaviors. Amen. Amen. And pursue righteousness, goodness, faith, love, patience, gentleness. These are gifts of the spirit. These are qualities of a true believer, a mature believer. Amen. And number four, discover God's wisdom through the word of God in prayer and listen to God and listen to God. God, Amen. If you read 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 6. James chapter 3 and verse 6. It reads. Give me one minute here. All right. And it reads. I'm sorry. Verse 7. Verse 7. Verse 7. Chapter 3 and verse 7. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. Let me see. Okay, here we go. For any kind of beast and bird, a reptile or creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed, By mankind. I think I wrote down the wrong scripture here. Three and seven. Yeah. I think I wrote down the wrong scripture. I do apologize. Discover God's wisdom through the word. Of God and prayer. And listen. To God. Amen. It's through prayer. And meditation. Amen. Hallelujah. And the reading and receiving from his word that we're able to gain godly wisdom. Godly. There's a big difference between godly wisdom and earthly wisdom. Amen. Hallelujah. So godly wisdom is going to carry you through as well as keep you on the right track to holiness. Amen. The world's wisdom can get you jacked up. (laughs) Easily put, amen, hallelujah. So this is the task for you, hallelujah, this week. Evaluate yourself, evaluate yourself, amen. See how you are when it comes to your gentleness and your patience and your meekness with people, amen. Now, if you're married, ask your wife and children uh, help make you aware of times when you are not fair minded and considerate. Amen. Uh, uh, if you're not married, ask a close friend to evaluate your relationship with other people and to give you feedback in any area where you do not demonstrate this quality of gentleness in your life. Amen. If you're a teacher or an uh, employ, employer or anyone who supervises other people, ask them to evaluate uh, you and, and write it out uh, on how they view your relationship with others in terms of being fair or, and uh, objective. And if you uh, are able to listen to all sides of an issue before making a decision, amen? And then last but not least, develop a regular Bible study program with at least one other man, or if you're a woman, with a woman, amen? There is no substitute for the scripture in serving as a mirror to reflect those areas in your life that are not reflective or not conducive to the virtues of God, amen? Amen. It's very important, people, to evaluate yourself. Taking an inventory of yourself, you're able to always get rid of the junk and keep the good stuff. Amen. Because a lot of us are walking around with a lot of junk in our trunk. Amen. And we need to let it go. Because sometimes junk can go higher because you're holding on to junk. Amen. Amen. So take time. Evaluate yourself. Ask those around you, you know, what do they see in you? How do they see you? Amen. Get a true understanding because sometimes when it comes to our own self, we lie to ourselves. Our, our mind tells us we are the best thing next to Cheerios. But go ask a friend. you probably hear something different. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we give thanks, honor, and honor to you on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Father. Glory be to God. Father, I just pray now that you will help us to be more gentle, more patient, more meek, more fair with those that we come in contact with. For the Bible says this is a mature believer that walks in gentleness. And our desire, Lord, is to walk as a mature believer in you, that we will be mature leaders in our community, in our homes, in our workplace, hallelujah, in our uh, ministry, hallelujah, that we will be mature in you. I pray, Father God, that this word has not fallen on deaf ears, that it may have not fallen on stony ground but fertile soil, that it may take root and grow. Let those, Father God, go back over, hallelujah, the scriptures and re-listen to this lesson, Lord God, hallelujah, and allow your spirit to give them even more insight. And those that listen via podcast in the up and coming future, Lord, I pray that the anointing that is placed upon this uh, uh, recording will remain, hallelujah, that as they listen, the anointing will flow and break and Tear down all darkness of the enemy in their life. Hallelujah. Destroy the yokes. Hallelujah. That have them bound. Hallelujah. And give them strength, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To move forward in you. We give you all the praise, Lord, and all the glory. For you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. I want to thank each and every person for tuning in today. Hallelujah. And those that listen on podcasts here in the future, God bless you. Hallelujah. If you have any questions or any concerns, you can always reach us at our website, hallelujah, at mbkiministries.com. Or you can send me an email at baxter at mbkiministries.com. Amen. Remember one thing, people. Walk by faith, not by sight. We love you, and we'll see you next week. God bless you. Amen.